until it becomes a part of this great subconscious mind, we're not going to make any lasting changes. Welcome to The Pursuit. I'm your host, Ben Spangle. I'm excited to have you here today at our show. We're all about helping you in the pursuit of your best body, mind, spirit, and life. Thanks for being here. Hey, before we get started on today's show, I want to share with you something that you may not be familiar with, and that's the Mindset Mastery Movement. Not that long ago, I started the Mindset Mastery Movement. And what it is, is it's a group coaching program that brings like-minded individuals, primarily entrepreneurs, professionals, executives together to really go into a deeper dive on the concepts that help you create your ideal life. And for many of you listening, you might be working on your business. How do I grow that? How do I grow my income to new levels, my financial life, my wealth? It could be working on your body and your health as I am right now too. It could be relationships. Ultimately, what I learned a long time ago was that anything and everything you've ever wanted is available to you and it comes to you and through you by understanding some natural laws and universal laws and how to work with your mind and the universe around you. So we do a deep dive on that. We do Q&A once a month, group coaching. We do a live training for 90 minutes. And right now the doors are closed for it, but I want to give you an opportunity to get on the wait list to be the very first to know when we open the doors for new members. So if you like the sounds of that, go to www.benspangle.com forward slash MMM and get yourself on the wait list, or you can click the link below in the show notes. I'm so excited to have you for today's episode. I'm going to be talking about the mind. As you know, I'm quite passionate about it. Specifically, we're going to be talking about this great subconscious mind and reprogramming it. So buckle up. We're in for a great episode today. I've spent the last 16 years of my life in intense study of this concept, study and application of it. I remember the very first book that I read that ever even spoke about the subconscious mind was Think and Grow Rich. It's on my back shelf there. And it didn't talk about it in, in depth the way that I learned through other resources and great teachers, but it began my journey to understanding the power of the subconscious mind. Today, we now know that about 95% of who you are is in the subconscious mind. The part of you that you're not aware is happening. And only about 5% is the conscious mind. So knowing that, knowing that 95% of who we are is in the subconscious mind, it makes a lot of sense that if we really want to change our life and create our life by design, that we should probably figure out what to do and how do I begin to access the subconscious. And although there's a lot of talk about the conscious and the subconscious, the truth is very few people uh, know what to do and even a smaller percentage of people are applying what's available to them to begin reprogramming it. You know, this great subconscious mind of ours, it controls virtually everything in our life. You know, 95% of your thoughts are unconscious. Uh, obviously, the way your body runs is completely unconscious. Your breathing, although you can become conscious of your breathing, but your breathing is primarily unconscious. The organs and what they do, it's totally unconscious. Your blood flowing through the body, completely unconscious. Um, you know, growing your hair as an example, completely unconscious. So there's all these things that your body and unconscious mind runs, which they are one and the same, by the way. Yet there's all these other things, though, that we don't realize the unconscious mind or subconscious mind is running to. Well, guess what? Your behavior is 95% unconscious. 
And sometimes when people hear that, they think, no, 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 it's not. I'm in control. I mean, study after study after study shows that this is not the case. And I'm going to make this, I learned this in my life pretty quickly. Um, you know, when I started to study the subconscious mind, I thought, man, this is amazing. But I thought, no, I can't be that much. It can't be 95%. But then I realized, why was it so hard to make changes in my life? You know, here I was in my early 20s um, in a business surrounded by people that were very successful, that were telling me exactly what to do, what they did to get there. I thought I was doing those things, but I wasn't getting the results. You know, I was well aware that if I got to the gym and exercised and ate better, that I'd get in pretty good shape, but I was not getting in good shape at all. Um, you know, I'm sure if I wanted to, I probably could have read a book on relationships and how to have a good relationship, but I didn't have any real meaningful relationship at that time either. And probably if I wanted to, there's things that I could have read on Google or watched a YouTube. Maybe I even did. I'm sure I did actually, uh, of how to have more confidence, but man, I did not have a lot of confidence. So here I was, the information was there yet. I might've even heard it, learned it, and maybe you heard it and learned it but it, I'm not doing it. Why? Because it's not a part of the subconscious mind yet. You can take a bunch of great information in which resides in the conscious mind, but until we internalize it as a part of who we are, until it becomes a part of this great subconscious mind, we're not going to make any lasting changes. This is why almost all diet plans fail. Why most workout plans, when people say, I'm finally going to do it. I'm going to get to the gym. New Year's doesn't work. Um, this is why habit change is so hard. This is why figuring out our money can be so hard uh, on and on and on. And we could go on with it. It's because we're not addressing the cause. The cause of our results in our life lie within a couple things. Number one is the subconscious mind, primarily this, because it impacts the next thing we're going to talk about. But then number two is our own energy, or our own vibration. And the subconscious or the body controls the vibration you're in. So today we're just going to talk about the subconscious. So here you've got, it's kind of like the iceberg. If you've ever seen a picture of an iceberg and there's an iceberg that's up through the water and we can see it in the ocean. And what we see is a fraction of what's actually the whole. If you could see below the ocean or in the water part of me, there's a massive, massive, way larger iceberg underneath that you don't even get to see. And this is a lot like the subconscious mind. The conscious mind is the tiny little bit peeking above water and the subconscious mind is all below. It's in the depths. It's what you can't see. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about it. So we understand that our unconscious mind is controlling 95% of the way we think, the way we feel, and the way that we act. Well, guess what it also controls? It controls your beliefs. This is where your beliefs are stored. And your beliefs govern your behavior. This controls your values. Uh, this is where your values are stored. It controls your identity and identities. It's where all your habits are stored. It's where long-term memories are stored as well. All these things are stored in the subconscious mind. So if we want to create lasting change in our results, we have to learn, yeah, I got to learn how to change some of my beliefs. Because if you have an area of life that isn't working for you the way that you want to, and it's consistently a problem, I promise you, you have some beliefs that need some updating. It could be an example of um, maybe you've been in a career for a long time. This would be an example of identity. You've been in a career for a long time and it's a career that you don't love. You'd rather not be doing, uh, but you think that's who you are. You know, I am a nurse. I am an engineer. I am an accountant. I am whatever. And it becomes this identity that you think this is who you are. It's stored in this unconscious mind of yours. 
And so you want to go do something different, but you're so scared. You don't think you can because you think, well, I'm a nurse. How could I ever be a businesswoman? I'm an engineer. How could I ever be um, uh, a coach or whatever it is? I don't know. I'm just talking out loud. So all these things are stored in the subconscious. So the secret to lasting change is to access the subconscious. And it took me time. It really did. It took me time to start to understand this. I thought I understood it, but I wasn't applying it. And we all know there's a massive difference between intellectually understanding and actually living it in our life. So how do we begin to reprogram this mind? You know, I've shared this story many times that in uh, 2010 is actually when it was. But I had been in my entrepreneurial journey. I'd been in business for three years. I was failing miserably. Um, I was broke. I had creditors calling uh, behind on my rent. I was not seeing any of the success that I wanted in my life. And but I was reading. You know, I was learning about this stuff. I'd read Think Go Rich. I'd read, uh, you know, How to Win Friends and Influence People, and maybe The Greatness Guy by Robin Sharma. I'd, I'd listen to CDs of some great leaders. Watched a couple of YouTube's. Um, but I, it was just not happening. And then November, 2010, I had got invited by some family friends to go to the Secrets of the Millionaire Mind seminar, the Millionaire Mind Intensive, part of me. I had just read Secrets of the Millionaire Mind and I loved the book. I thought, wow, I, I get it. I'm starting to understand it. And then I went to the three-day seminar, two and a half day seminar. And man, I have to tell you, this really got me to understand so much more about our programming of how I was programmed but then what to actually do about it to reprogram it. So that's November, 2010, living a life of struggle straight up till then. What happened coming out of that? Number one, I learned a lot. We had some great experiences there. I met my wife there, if you've heard the story before. So of course my life changed in many, many ways. And, um, but I really learned how to reprogram my mind and I began a conditioning process. I began a 90 day wealth conditioning process where I would do different exercises every day. They weren't 90 different ones, but there was a few different ones I would do every day. And uh, I began that. And I have to tell you, my life started to change. The next year, the next year, my income doubled from where it was. Now, full disclosure, I mean, I was only making about 30,000 at the time. So it doubled from 30,000 to 60,000, but that represented a very large change in my life. The following year, it skyrocketed more and then it doubled again from that point and on and on and on. And I know this stuff works. That's the whole point, I'm telling you. So reprogramming your subconscious mind. The most important thing when it comes to reprogramming the subconscious mind is we need to learn how to communicate to it in a way that it understands. And you know, communication for the most part, especially if we're thinking by text or uh, telephone, or maybe right now you're listening to this podcast. I mean, it's pretty much all verbal. Uh, so we often think communication is in language and communication is in language. Yes. But when it comes to your subconscious mind, language patterns are one of the smaller ways. It's not the only way, but it's a very small way to influence and communicate to the subconscious mind. Of all the three that I'm going to talk to you about, it's probably actually the least effective. Doesn't mean we don't want to use it. But language alone is probably the least effective. So what is the actual language it begins to understand? Well, I'll give you an analogy. You know, if we have a, um, imagine you had a, uh, a, I've used this analogy in our seminar, so I'll use it here. We've had a, a contractor that was the best contractor in the entire world. And they never made a mistake, right? And if you've ever 
had anything built with contractors, you know, that never happens. But let's say we had a contractor that never made a mistake. They're helping you build a home. They're doing your rentals, whatever. And they follow the blueprints to a T, the master builder, the master contractor. I want you to think of your subconscious mind like the master builder. And then your conscious mind is more like the architect. It's the person that's going to design the prints. It's going to tell the master builder what to build. Not necessarily how to build it, but what to build. It's going to give it the, the blueprint, the final product. And then the builder's job is to go put it all together. This is like our conscious mind and the subconscious mind. The conscious mind is directive. It's instructive. It can tell the subconscious mind what to do and what it wants. The subconscious mind is the master builder that it knows the absolute best way, fastest way and best way to help create whatever we instruct it with. Now, how we instruct it is in three primary ways. Language is one. I talked about language. I'll come back to it in a minute. So the words and thoughts that you think and speak are one of the ways you program your subconscious mind. Imagery or visualization is the second way. And it's a, a more primary way for most people than it is language. And then lastly is emotion or feeling. And these are the three ways that we can communicate to the subconscious mind, not can, the three ways that we do communicate to your subconscious mind. But picture this right? You've got this master builder and you want to make some changes. You're going to go build a new home. You want to build a new life. You want to create a new future. And you don't speak to it in the language it understands. So maybe you're only using your thoughts as an example. You're just thinking a thought. You're not using imagery. You're not using emotions. Well, it's kind of like, you know, if you're just thinking thoughts, it'd be like, you've got this master builder, you're speaking to it in English, but it only understands German. And so you're telling it all these things, but it does not understand because you're not communicating in the language that it understands. The primary language, I know I told you there's three, but the primary language your subconscious mind understands is emotion. Secondary would be imagery. And lastly would be, you know, language or linguistics. So we must begin to communicate to the subconscious in the language it understands. So I'm going to give you a few tools that you can apply in your life that will help you begin to reprogram your mind and communicate to it in a language it understands. I've talked about these before. I'm gonna talk about these till the day that I die. Why? My life changed so dramatically when I began to apply these things that I was fascinated by not just the study of it, but by the physical results in my life. I'm, I mean, I'm talking from broke, to earning millions of dollars in the last decade, you know, from totally struggling to having a life of pretty much freedom. This was what I wanted. And I was struggling, struggling, struggling to get it. But then when I started to piece this stuff together, it didn't happen immediately and overnight, but I promise you it did happen and it will happen for you too, whatever it is you're wanting in your life. Okay. So, Let's talk about affirmations. There's a lot of talk. I mean, you read any good self-help personal development book, they'll talk about affirmations. I can do it. I'm enough. I'm strong. I'm abundant. Money flows to me easily. I like affirmations. Yeah, and then there was an earlier part of my life where I used them a lot, a lot more than I do today. It's not that I don't. I like them. And so you might create some affirmations. This is the language pattern where you write down some phrases that you want to um, program into your mind. Now, the delusion or illusion is that if I just do affirmations, that's enough. 
I don't believe affirmations are enough because they, if we don't do them where we're actually imagining it and feeling it, we're leaving out the most important language that the subconscious understands. So affirmations are, are good and they're probably not enough to give you the result that you want. But affirmations can be great. It can be a really good way. If you're not in the habit of thinking positively, perhaps more of your thoughts are negative, like mine used to be, than positive, then affirmations are a great way to begin retraining those thoughts to become more positive. So we write down positive statements. We'll write down I am statements. We'll write down maybe things we're grateful for. Uh, and these can be wonderful things to repeat to yourself. So you, you could make a list of five affirmations, 10 affirmations, and begin to read them out loud in the morning and out loud at night or read them in your head in the morning, read them at night. It's a good thing. I mean, you're depositing good thoughts in this beautiful garden of your mind. So affirmations are a tool that we can use, right? But I know many people that have used affirmations and have not got the results that they want. Some people swear by them. What's the difference? The difference is, is that the ones that are getting results with them, it's not the only things they're using. And they're, whether they're doing it consciously or they don't know it, but they're actually creating those mental pictures and emotions in their mind too. So number two, visualization or meditation. And we can combine these in wonderful ways. I think a great meditation in many ways will help you visualize as well too. So there's lots of great custom and guided visualizations and meditations you can use. There's lots of different ways you could do this. You could just set a timer on your phone for five minutes, close your eyes and visualize yourself already at your goals. That's a great thing to do. I love it. I love visualizing. I love imagining my future. I love seeing myself in a new reality that's different than what I'm in today. And to me, it's a lot of fun. And so I really enjoy doing it. And I've had so many different ways I've done it where it was, you know, a time thing I did, whatever, one or two times a day uh, where I would try and do it right before bed to guided ones, to you name it, to writing out a written picture of what it was and then reading that picture and imagining it while I was reading it. Now we're beginning to communicate to the subconscious in a language that understands more clearly, which is imagery, right? The thing about a thought is if you hold a thought long enough, you know, and like a linguistic thought, a language thought, it will trigger a picture. And so we really do think in pictures. The thing about it though, is that sometimes your thoughts, you know, your uh, spoken thoughts in your head are running so quickly that there's no time for the imagery to be held long enough. But, you know, if we think of thoughts like a dog, you know, if I say, hey, imagine a dog, well, you're going to have some kind of image of a dog that comes up. If I said tree, some kind of image of a tree is going to money, there's something that's going to show up in your mind. So we think in pictures. Now, what we want to do is when we do these guided visualizations is we want to focus on the, we can use affirmations to trigger the picture of what we want. And the longer you hold that picture, the more likely you are to get emotionally involved with it. In other words, feel as if, and then we're going to get to the third component of it. So affirmations become a tool we can use. Uh, you could use your own ones that you just speak out loud, read in your head. You could record them. Guided visualizations are amazing. Uh, and if you go to benspangle.com forward slash free, we've got a five minute guided meditation that will help you relax and paint some pictures in your mind. It'll be a really relaxed state. So go to benspangle.com forward slash free, and you can grab that um, for obviously free. Um, so meditation is a great thing. And then the other tool is one that I've learned more about the last few years than ever before in my life. It's probably the one that's made the biggest difference in my life. And I've used meditation 
to help me get to this place uh, more than any, than any other tool. But the actual tools are emotions, our feelings. And the subconscious mind, the primary language that the subconscious mind speaks and communicates in is emotions. This is how, how it understands most. It's the emotional mind. It's the feeling mind. So we want to communicate to it through our feelings. Now, there's a few things that will happen. Sometimes we will just feel kind of bleh, right? We'll feel not good. And this could be because of how we've been living for a while and it's become habitual. It could be because of some external circumstance that we're viewing as negative and we got this whole made up story about it. And so we're feeling, you know, less than desirable. Uh, it could be for a number of reasons. But the key to reprogram the subconscious mind is to begin reprogramming the emotions. You know, if you wanted to um, get good at golf, there'd be a few things you could do. You could take lessons, you could watch some videos, you could read some books, some tutorials, but ultimately you're going to have to pick up a club and practice the swing. And you still get some guidance, some course correction, but it's going to, you know, a lot of swings in order to get great, right? It's the same thing with reprogramming the subconscious mind is that knowing that the primary language that understands is emotions, we want to begin to practice emotions of our future. So in other words, you could practice, uh, let's say you're wanting to create more wealth in your life. Well, you could practice how you think you would feel if you had all the wealth you wanted. And then practice holding that feeling or that emotion. If there's a new business you want or you want to take your business to a new level, what would it feel like if your business was at the level you want? And as we begin to practice this, we begin to feel our future. And now we're communicating to our subconscious mind in a language it understands. These are the three primary ways. Everything else that we would use is all designed at impacting the subconscious in one way, shape, or form through these modalities, thought, imagery, and emotion. There's many other things, right? We could do different, uh, you know, different ways of healing old emotions, which maybe we'll do another episode on. Uh, we could do different ways of like hypnosis to access the subconscious mind and quiet the conscious mind. We could do stuff like EFT tapping, which is to release emotions. I mean, there's so many different things, but ultimately every single one is aimed at one of these three things, either a thought, an image, or an emotion. These are the ways that the subconscious mind communicates. And two of the three are much heavier than the first one. And the third one is the most important, which is emotions. So in closing, as you continue your journey on creating your ideal life, please remember 95% of what you think, what you feel, and what you act is stored in the subconscious, but it is reprogrammable. The majority of your energy or vibration that you're on that's attracting all these things into your life is in because of the subconscious mind, but it is changeable and reprogrammable. And when you work with this consistently, you're going to reprogram your baseline unconscious ways of being. In any moment, you have the choice to think, feel, and act the way that you want to. You may not always believe that and you may not always exercise it, but you do have the choice. And when we consistently choose this and do the, use the tools and use the steps that can help us shift our emotional state and create new images and have new thoughts, we're beginning to reprogram it. We're depositing new ideas. And over time, those new ideas become the fixed subconscious ideas. And when that happens, success is automatic. I hope you enjoyed today. I've loved having you. This is one of my favorite subjects. And when we do our seminars, we spend an entire 
three hours, four hours, just on the subconscious mind. So this is just a flavor. There's so much more we can do. I'm glad to have you here today. As always, if you're new, click that subscribe button for more great content like this. And please share this episode with at least one person. Get this information out to more people. It was great being with you. See you soon.